The common agrimony, cockleburr or sticklewort, scientifically Agrimonia eupatoria, is discussed by Anthony Dayan from the medicinal plant garden of the college, where it is grown because of its lengthy history as a herbal medicine and for the historical associations of its species name given by Linnaeus in the 18th century. It is a perennial up to 50 to 75 centimetre high, with dark green leaves and spikes bearing fragrant, small, bright yellow flowers, which subsequently become prickly seed capsules or burrs. The long spikes led to another popular name, church steeples. It is widespread throughout the temperate areas of the Northern Hemisphere, in hedgerows and formerly in cereal fields, until banished by modern agriculture. There are about 15 members of the genus, some in Europe and others in Asia and introduced into North America. The species discussed here is the main one regularly used in herbal medicine, although Agrimonia procera has sometimes been employed as it carries similar therapeutic claims. The genus name, Agrimonia, may come from the Greek agamone, meaning either something prickly or a cure for sore eyes. Eupatorium comes from King Mithridatus Eupator, the sixth of Pontus, a land south of the Black Sea, first arrival and then a subject of the early Roman Empire in the first century BCE. He was famous for concocting Mithridate, a mixture of several plants regarded as a universal prophylactic against poisoning if taken regularly. Dioscorides, in 350 BCE, wrote it could also neutralize the bites of venomous creatures. From classical times onwards, local application of a decoction of the dried flowers or roots was recommended for sore eyes and cataract, and to treat many types of skin sores, as recommended by Dioscorides. Pliny, about 77 AD, wrote it was a herb of princely authority for these conditions and should also be drunk for jaundice. It was a popular therapy for injuries, a vulnerary, well until the, into the 15th century being applied locally or drunk to heal wounds, bad backs, sprains and bruises, and when mixed with human blood and pounded frogs, it was drunk to stop internal bleeding. It was one of the herbs in the 14th-15th century Eau Arquebuscade, used to treat early musket wounds. The college's Latin Pharmacopoeia Londinensis of 1618 mentions these uses. And from that book in 1651 came Nicholas Culpepper's unauthorized extension and translation as the Physical Directory, which draws on Islamic sources as well to claim it provoked urine and menstruation, dried the brain, cured anemia, and helped those with a cold, weak liver, which might mean jaundice. Applied externally, it would soften the womb and heal ulcers. Many other disparate uses are described in Parkinson's Great Herbal, the Theatrum Botanicum of 1640, 
ranging from removing splinters to stopping uterine bleeding. Its astringent property has been a common feature in many of the older uses of agrimony, which have continued to its present recognition in the European Union, though not in Britain, as a traditional herbal medicine for sore throats and inflammation of the skin, and when drunk, for mild diarrhoea. Herbalists also recommend topical compresses of the leaves to heal skin wounds, although there is little supporting clinical evidence for that. Agrimony contains tannins, complex terpenoids, and many phenolic flavonoids, including small amounts of camphor and related compounds. Those provide its fragrance, and so its use in perfumes and as a flavouring in foods and teas, especially as the tisanes, beloved of the French. The pleasant aromatic smell has sometimes led to use of the dried plant as a strewing herb on the floor. The yellow pigments in the flowers have been extracted and used as a traditional dye for fabrics. Nowadays, many may think of agrimony for its striking history, but the manifold properties suggested for it mean it is still widely employed in some countries as a herbal medicine. The Royal College of Physicians of London and its garden, displaying almost 1,100 plants on the history and development of medicine, lie in the southeast corner of Regent's Park. During the period of social restrictions due to the pandemic, the garden and the college are closed, so the normal programme of public visits and guided tours has been cancelled. We hope they can soon be restarted. Details will be announced then on the main college website at rcplondon.ac.uk. Detailed information about the plants in the garden, including a searchable database about their histories, properties and uses, is available at garden.rcplondon.ac.uk where you will also find links to more information about the garden in podcasts, videos, publications and the programme of annual lectures. The series of podcasts about the garden and many of its plants is directly available at rcpgarden.buzzsprout.com.